his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Andy Marks, Kors, and Chris Ranji on KMOX. We go back to the Quiver River Electric guest line this morning. Bit of an audible for us. Usually we talk to Major Garrett on Thursdays, as I mentioned. We talk to him today. Major is the chief Washington correspondent for CBS News, author of The Big Truth, Upholding Democracy in the Age of the Big Lie, The Takeout Podcast, The Agent of Betrayal Podcast, he does a lot, and he's with us now. Major, good morning to you. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. And uh, the quote of the day is, to hell with this place. So that is, that is what George... I would say the, and I'd say, I would say the rejoinder to that is, the feeling is mutual. Uh, George Santos has been expelled from Congress, a 311 to 114 vote. What are your thoughts? Well, we found one way to achieve bipartisanship in the House of Representatives. Um, that's one thought. Find the crook. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, look, it, for the public at large, this matters very little. Uh, George Santos is an inconsequential member of Congress. He will be nothing more than a footnote other than the infamy of being the first non-convicted member of the House of Representatives to be expelled or non-member of the former Confederacy to be expelled. So he is somewhat larger than a footnote. And in the real scheme of things, this is not the most important question that looms over the future life of George Santos. The much larger, much more important question looming over his life is, will you be convicted of these crimes of which you are charged? And how, if so, how long will you be in federal prison? His status as a member of the House of Representatives is much less important than that larger global question. But for the House itself, there was a determination and a substantial number of Republicans agreed with this, that not only is George Santos, and this is in a range of acceptable shading of truth politics, okay? There's lots of shading of truth in politics. There's lots of maybe borderline flagrant lying that gets away with in politics. So it's a low bar to begin with. But even with that low bar, he was so far beneath it that that was a cause of concern, point one. Point two, not only are serious federal crimes alleged, those closest to him in his campaign have already pled guilty to violations that also implicated him. Then there's an ethics committee investigation that concluded that most of those federal charges are not only valid, but are probably going to be brought to 
conclusion in terms of a conviction. So there wasn't much purpose within the House of Representatives to keep him around. He wasn't going to run for reelection. And so this is a kind of purging of someone so odious, even by, again, these somewhat low tolerance standards of what constitutes odiousness, that George Santos is now expelled. The one other thing I would say is don't kid yourself about House Republican leaders today saying, you know, we're going to vote against this. Look, if you didn't want to have this question brought to the floor, you could have found a way to maneuver around that. And they didn't. They let the hand hand grenade come on the House floor, and they didn't pull the pin, but they allowed the pin to be pulled. And that's why Santos is now a former member of Congress. Yeah, that was going to be my question about the consensus that we're seeing here. I think I know the answer. I'll ask it anyway. Do you see this as a meaningful moment when it comes to the GOP and the direction they see the party going? Or do you see this as an anomaly, a quirk? It doesn't change anything. It's possibly important. Uh, Look, what Santos said on the floor yesterday is I'm a victim of bullying and this due process was denied me. That's not true. He will be given all due process in a court of law. And the Ethics Committee, a bipartisan ethics committee, asked him over and over to appear, to provide documents, to offer any written refutation of the things that they were finding. Santos never did. If you don't participate in a process, you cannot say you're a victim of a lack of due process. So that is a kind of Trumpian way of saying, I'm just a victim. I'm being bullied. I'm being harassed when that has nothing to do with the underlying facts. And that the House of Representatives, with a substantial number of Republicans, said, we're not going to buy that, is reflective of a kind of basic core common sense judgment. Will that assert itself in other aspects of Republican politics, particularly as they relate to the former president, currently the front runner for the GOP nomination? I have my doubts, but it's not insignificant. Uh, Major Garrett, uh, there were two Democrats who voted against this, uh, Bobby Scott out of Virginia and Nakima Williams out of Georgia. Is there, I mean, does that really matter or is there something to that? Look, it's, it's, look when, when, when questions of this are brought before the House, every member has a determination of what constitutes for them the standard by which someone should be expelled. And that is something they explain to their constituents. And they want to be part of the formal record of the House. And if they may have been uncomfortable with whether or not this qualifies or should he have been convicted, that's a threshold question that only they can explain to their constituents. I am actually somewhat happy that it happened that way in the larger sense of things, that this wasn't all the Democrats against Santos and a certain number of Republicans, because I do think it's important on questions like this for members to come to their own conclusions and vote differently than party leadership and then explain it. Major, before we let you go, uh, Supreme Court Justice, the first Supreme female Supreme Court Justice, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, has passed away. Any thoughts mm-hmm. on, on her career and your experience in Washington? A couple of things. Let's just offer some props for a woman who at age 16 entered mm-hmm. Stanford University mm-hmm. and graduated magna cum laude with a degree in economics four years later. Started at Stanford at age 16. Okay. One of the first women law school graduates, 1952, almost no law schools in America at that time were even admitting women as potential law law school graduates. So that's a tremendous accomplishment very early in her life. Also, 
let's remember this. She dated William Rehnquist. He proposed marriage to her. She turned him down. But think about that. I know. I mean, come on. That's pretty crazy, right? It is. And, and just think about the politics for uh, Dominique Reagan. He pledged to put a woman on the Supreme Court as a way to soften his image among women voters in this country. And it worked. And when he nominated Sandra Day O'Connor, she was only she'd only been on the Arizona Supreme Court for a year and a half. She'd only been a county judge before that. There weren't that many women with substantial legal chops to choose from. He was base, she was basically recommended by William Rehnquist for reasons we just discussed before, legal and otherwise. And then her career on the Supreme Court was influential and meaningful. Uh, super meaningful. It took the New York Times two years to even remember there was a woman on the Supreme Court. There's a famous note that she sent a letter to the editor of the New York Times reminding them because two years after she'd been on the court, the New York Times referred to the nine men Ugh. on the Supreme Court. And she sent a letter to the editor. Hey, wait a minute. There's eight. I'm here. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's there's all sorts of that politics and history and infusion in the Supreme Court. You mentioned our, on the earlier call, 99 to nothing con- confirmation also her confirmation hearing was the first televised confirmation hearing. So there was history all over Sandra Day O'Connor. Who is on the takeout this week, Major? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Oh, good question. That was a couple of days ago, and I'm moving around so much I sometimes forget. Uh, So there's an interesting guy in Congress, freshman from Ohio. Don't know his name, not a household name at all. Greg Landsman, 1st District, Cincinnati and North Cincinnati. He's a divinity student, graduate from the master's program at Harvard, thinks deeply about religion and scripture and brings a lot of that to his public office. We had a long conversation not only about religion, the Israel-Hamas conflict, Islamophobia, anti-Semitism definitions and all that. He also is a self-identified Swifty. And we open yes. our conversation with his co- his comments about Taylor Swift mm. and the undue influence he believes her father is exercising over Taylor Swift's life. Wow. Whoa. Okay, that's wow. that's interesting. Got a Britney Spears situation. It sounds like. Oh. Yes, we do. Wow. My Listen gosh. closely for that. Wow. Okay, uh, Major. That sounds great. I will be listening. Thank you for visiting with us on Friday. Have a great weekend. Talk next week. Great. Major Garrett, author of The Big Truth, Upholding Democracy in the Age of the Big Lie, Takeout Podcast, uh, Agent of Betrayal Podcast, both of them available in the Odyssey app, just like our show and our podcasts are available, A-U-D-A-C-Y, download it for free. That's Major Garrett, Chief Washington Correspondent for CBS News. Guess who's with us next? Mike Claiborne. We'll talk Cardinals offseason with him when we come back. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.